0: It's lunchtime in Central Texas.
1: Live at one of the year's biggest events. As you can see, the crowd is going wild. Let's see who will have their cake and eat it, too.
0: It's time for the Press Box. What are we having? Uh, it's just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? Soup. Oh, apple
2: juice. I can read. PB&J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian... This is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups
3: are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? Uh, No, Mr. Johnson.
0: Now here's your host, Ward Weitz and Glenn
4: Stretch-Smith, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas here on this manic Monday, the day after Super Bowl 58. (laughs) Who had the best Super Bowl party? Jeff?
5: I did. None of y'all showed up.
4: Oh. Well, that made it best.
5: I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long party. Oh, it was a long party. It was party. a long game.
4: It, it was, was. Yeah. Was very long game. Stretch, did you did you venture out or did you stay home and watch the Super Bowl?
6: No, I had to had to do a little work last night for WFAA TV, so I I, uh, I hunkered it in and then went down and watched the second half in the studio and i tell you what, I'm still a little, I'm still a little worried. I'm still a little shocked at the game. I really am. I, I, I still believe San Francisco's, you know, got the better team and that they couldn't figure out a way to win the football game. I, they I figured might. out a
4: way to lose the football game, which obviously means they have the not better team.
6: <laughs> well, uh,
7: you
6: can say not better team. I'm t- I, I, and that's not what I said. I said better players, which I do believe, they do have the better players but they don't have the better quarterback and ultimately that's what that's what caused in the football game that you know that the crucial turnover i will get into it today i'm sure but i'm i'm still a little, uh, I'm still a little i don't i don't know what the word i'm looking for is Shock? i'm still a little sh- nah, i wouldn't say shocked i don't like i just didn't like how the I didn't like how the game ended, to be honest with you. I'm not sure that I'm crazy about the overtime rule. I didn't know the overtime rule, you know, that they applied in the playoffs. I know Stephen A. Smith was ripping Shanahan for not knowing that rule. Did you know that rule, Ward? Yes, I did. OK, well, you're 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 a little <laughs> sharper football guy, I guess, than I am, because I did not know now, I knew, obviously, if you kicked a field goal, they had an opportunity to possess the ball. But had San Francisco scored a touchdown on their first possession of overtime, Kansas City would have had a chance to answer that. Yes. And I, I did not know that that changed in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, shame on me for not understanding the rule. And I guess maybe that's why I'm sitting here scratching my head trying to figure <laughs> out exactly what happened in the game.
4: Well, and, and the other thing is, if you can score a safety, it would end the game. Uh, and that's the only defensive play that would end the game uh, for either team. Otherwise, you get the same opportunity, and the game just continues to move on. In other words, if, if San Francisco would have scored a touchdown, and then KC would have come back and scored a touchdown, even though time was running out, you just go – to another quarter and that's why that the Chiefs did not utilize a timeout at the end of the ball game everybody was screaming what are you doing there's only 20 <laughs> seconds left you better call a timeout and they didn't have to worry about it because it just moves on to another quarter if they still have possession of the football
6: right, right. with a chance to answer that score is what you're saying yes I, I, I mean once I kind of once I kind of went and read that rule, I don't, you know, I understand that. I I just didn't, I guess I didn't realize that it had changed, you know, they had changed and it's only in the playoffs that they changed that. Right. So it's, uh, you know, it's, and, and again, I know they're getting on Shanahan for, for not knowing that rule, but there's so many different little nuances that I'm sure he was trying to keep up with. And I'm, and uh, I'm sure that, you know the rest of his staff is trying to keep up with but i certainly with as many guys as you can hire today an analyst and things that you could do boy you think somebody would have filled you in on that so uh i you know i'm not i'm not i'm not much on criticizing when it comes to in-game situations because i think that's the easiest thing to do is to be you know scratching your butt at home and and, and make a make you know make a critical comment about what's going on in the game I. I, I did not like what travis kelsey did at all i didn't like him bumping andy reed i didn't like his frustration of barking at andy reed i thought it i, I thought it showed some real a, a real lack of
8: wow.
4: character
6: and uh that you know that that's one of those things where you just you, you you go really i mean you're a professional football player and that's that's how your reaction throwing his helmet I mean, you know, that's just – to me, that's this hairy high school stuff. I mean, I, throwing your football helmet is so – it just reeks of being unprofessional. So, I think that's what kind of left a little bad taste in my mouth too.
4: No, I didn't like that at all. And I I feel like that, you know, he he is a guy that is extremely emotional. But you've got to check that at the door. If you're going to be a professional athlete, you've got to check that at the door. You cannot go over the top. And – at some point that's going to cost him.
6: Oh, there's no question. And and to me, you know, we're not talking about a first or second year guy in the league, and I get it, he's very competitive and I mean, you think all those guys at that level aren't uber competitive? Yeah, there's well, a difference in
4: competitive to, and bonehead.
6: Well, you got to be able to <laughs> control Control your emotions. You've got to be able to, especially in a game like that. I, I really, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought that was going to. I, I really thought that this is going to cost them the game. I, I thought you, you being a, you, you know, just a jackwagon and doing what you did on the sidelines. I'm thinking, you know, that's going to cost you the football game. But they were able to overcome it. I mean, I, you know, we we can go on and on and on about Mahomes, but you know, ultimately. He was the he was the difference in the football game, and we can point to a play here and play there. And we know that winning, I know that winning in the NFL is is a rather thin margin to winning and losing, and and we know that. But uh, Mahomes is the difference, and to you know, we we talked about it all last week. I mean, knowing that Andy Reid stepped up when he had a good quarterback to say this is the difference maker, and now step back and think that he has taken him to six straight AFC championship games that's I mean that's it really is it's it's something that I think we'll be talking about for a long time to come
4: I do too a couple of things that were in the game that we'll get into in just a little while I thought it was interesting that we had a record Super Bowl field goal and then a few minutes later it's erased by another record Super Bowl field goal. <laughs> that had to make both kickers go. Okay, I see. Where I see you. Kickers are important too. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I see you here. Let me let me throw this out there. What did you think about the pregame, Steph?
5: Uh, I just the whole thing was just so anticlimactic. It just was nothing. You didn't like Post Malone? He, yeah, I was actually shocked with him. He was good. Reba was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, you know back and forth back and forth between the two teams and then I, uh, you know i agree with stretch i thought 49ers were after they scored that field goal i thought they were going to take it and then you know
4: nobody we, would listen to me
5: i listened to I you tried to i tell listened,
4: tried to I tell listened. Tell
5: Ooh.
4: Ooh. <laughs> all you Aaron. all three of you no, no you were on my didn't side. tell me anything you were on kc <laughs> I
5: picked the chiefs
9: in
4: preseason
5: <laughs> i don't know they had a time I just, machine to tell me i don't know it was just yeah it was okay
4: you sound you sound a little disappointed. I'm disappointed.
5: This morning. I am I'm disappointed. You know, I don't even want to get stretch has already covered it. With Kelsey, I was disappointed in that. That was just total unclass. I mean, just retire now, dude. I don't even want to hear about the Swifty crap anymore. None of it. You know, <laughs> I'm done. Uh Mahomes, great quarterback. We all know that. Purdy, right? great guy, man of character. Love love the guy. I just don't it just was eh for me. Yeah.
4: All of it was just meh. I thought it was a great game. I enjoyed it. Well,
5: you
4: know. Best Super Bowl in recent memory stretch, maybe?
6: I mean, yeah, maybe. And you say total game. I'm going to say it was two different halves. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, the first half was just, I thought, was just really below average. Second half was a heck of a game. Uh, overtime i mean there were two teams you know really really going at it I mean defensively I thought it was a, a great game i mean if you're a if you're a defensive fan and you saw you know what spagnola was doing uh, sometimes mixing his calls up playing coverage blitzing in certain times you know and then you you look at the other side and you see how Steve Wilkes was called in the game for the 49er defense. I hated that Greenlaw got hurt and, you know, Hurts Hertz's Achilles coming off the sideline. I mean, talk about bad luck. And, uh, but I, you know, that, I thought that, you know, that they didn't let that really hurt them that much. I'm saying Frisco still was aggressive with what they were doing and how they were going at Mahomes in the first half. So, yeah, I, I thought it was a really, A heck of a second half and a very, you know, average first half. And then, uh, you know, I I didn't see the halftime show, so I'm not going to comment on what Usher did. (laughs) uh, Leave that for somebody else.
4: Oh, the old halftime show. You know, that's a big stop down for a lot of people. It was okay. It was okay?
9: It was okay. Eh.
5: It
9: was entertaining. Wasn't the best
4: ever, but. Yeah, I don't think it was. I five. thought they
5: were all going to fall off that stage. Uh, I <laughs> I was, yeah, I mean, that was the thing
9: I didn't like is, you know, it was a great, I thought it was a really, really good show, but it was. I was nervous the whole time that they were going to fall on roller skates. So it kind of took away from the enjoyment. Well, and then
5: when they were all jumping up and down, you could right. see the stage, stage start to swaying. buckle, and I was like, oh, this is not going to end good. That would have been great. <laughs> it it would have all hurt their Achilles, tendons.
4: Yeah, it might have been that. Best commercial in the Super Bowl.
5: Uh, oh, I, I thought I thought it was the
6: E Trade pickleball with the little with the yeah, little minions I like, out there. I like that one. Right. That was my favorite
5: I like one.
4: Uh-huh.
5: I like Dunkin' Donuts. That wasn't bad, was and it? And Arnold, you couldn't say State, neighbor and State, State Farm. farm. Mm-hmm.
4: That was my second favorite. Favorite was the Christopher Walken BMW. I Thought that was funny. Yeah.
5: Thought
4: that was pretty good.
5: But I was disappointed in Budweiser. Why? Because you didn't get to, I don't know, maybe it wasn't a very long commercial. I didn't even understand it. They were, the dog was going to help get them to town. I mean, I just couldn't.
4: They, they couldn't find their way through the blizzard uh, and the dog would come and help them find more, their way.
5: I don't know. I just thought it would been a different.
4: Yeah, I, thought, I liked it. I liked the Budweiser. It was all right.
5: I thought they would have hugged it out like. I hey thought Volkswagen
4: was the most emotional. Yeah. Yeah.
6: No, uh, no. The worst. The worst was <laughs> Hellman's and that girl taking a full uh, bite of mayonnaise. Yeah,
4: that was that terrible. That was, was
5: sick. That like, was awful. Not good. Awful. I don't awful. know if
6: Ward, are you seeing this? Where they're saying that uh, Mike Zimmer has not yet reached a deal with Jerry Jones, and that Rex Ryan is reportedly back in the conversation yeah. as the defensive coordinator.
4: I, I, do you believe that? No. I, 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 that's, that's something that's very, very strange. And it's almost getting to be typical. I think let's get into that conversation coming up next on the press box.
10: Recently on the John Moore show. Chris Spatola, our guest, ESPN College Basketball analyst. And it'll be interesting also, John, one last thought here. All of these teams are playing in Foster Pavilion for the first time. What is the impact that has? I'll be curious to see what Baylor's record at home is by the end of the season. The
0: John Morris Show, 2 to 3 p.m., weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas.
11: Hey, right now at the all new Volkswagen of Waco, we're holding a February all out sellout. That means we're out to set an all time sales record so you can expect huge selection of brand new Volkswagens. Big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, <laughs> it's car buying simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys. Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, <laughs> the best way to buy a car.
4: looking for that perfect valentine's day gift how about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at dia More fine jewelers say i love you this valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures diamonds and free red roses celebrating a lifetime of valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at dia More fine jewelers 4541 west waco drive
3: Just like any good coach, we are recruiting new members. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union, offering personal signing bonuses like free reward checking, refunds on ATMs nationwide, direct deposit available up to two days early, and jumbo rate CDs. It's time to sign with the winner. Go online at firstcentralcu.com or try First Central's free mobile app.
8: Member NCUA.
12: Everything
0: Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas.
3: After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain, stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds, and surgery seemed too risky, so she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics
10: now. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com.
0: Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas.
4: And welcome back to the Press Box here on this Monday following Super Bowl 58. As we went to break, Stretch brought up the fact that Mike Zimmer may not be the defensive coordinator at Dallas like we all thought. We heard from Kyle Yeomans on Friday that it was not an official done deal yet. And then on the countdown show, it was Rex Ryan, Stretch, that said, hey, Tap the brakes here. I think I'm still on the running. I,
6: I and I don't know what to make of that. I, I I really don't. I mean, this is a guy that's been out of the game for eight years, and his brother has his twin brother has already been the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys before and, and did not do a very good job. I'm I don't know. I'm just skeptical of that. Now then, here's what I will say is dependent on you know, the leverage possibly that Mike Zimmer has, you know, is he able to bring one or two of his assistants with him? Is he not able to, to bring those guys with him? So I think, uh, I think there's a couple of, um, I, I just think there's a couple of little tidbits here when you think about what's happening and how it's, uh, how this thing's playing out right now, which it's like, a, it, it, it's like a Twitter soap opera, Ward.
4: It is, and Rex Ryan said that, you know, he was out of the game for a while because the reason why, he never called another head coach. But he decided he was going to call Mike McCarthy because he wanted a chance at a Super Bowl, and he feels like that this Cowboys roster is that chance. I mean, I, I'm i sorry. I don't see it. Yeah, I, I mean, when you
6: when you understand what just happened in the season that – uh, the Cowboys just went through uh, twelve and five regular season, winning the East, two home playoff games, and you go out and and I, I mean they could have had they could have had Vince Lombardi. I don't think it matters. I mean they're they're they they they, they did not and did not display enough, especially defensively. I feel like to uh, to say you could have gone and. And and stop the run, say yesterday against either one of those teams in the Super Bowl. I, I'm not sure that I see, uh, I, you know. I'm not sure that I'm looking through the same glasses that Rex is looking through, and I, I, he's a hell of a football coach. I mean, I'm not I'm not taking any of that away from him. But there's got to be something more to this story than um, what we're what we're finding out, because I, I, I truly believe that Rex Ryan. You know was was well, he wasn't in the running. I mean, I felt like it was Mike Zimmer's job and then when we uh, you know we, we, we get up and kind of take a look at what's going on in in the uh, world of the Dallas Cowboys post Super Bowl we we, uh, we we get a little drama a little little uh, little daytime drama We're-
4: Well it, you know Jerry Jones would like nothing better than have daytime drama for his franchise and right now if you're looking at this, from a realistic standpoint, doesn't he have to kind of put his foot down and say, okay, I'm going with this guy or I'm going with this guy because the longer this lingers, I I think you, you may have the chance of losing both of them because they just say, you know what? Enough's enough.
6: Well, I, I, I definitely, I, I know Zimmer will, I mean, if he, if he doesn't feel like it's the right situation, I can promise you. Mike Zimmer will step out of this. Now, uh, my gut feeling and where I stand today is, I mean, this is, this is Zimmer's job to either decide that he wants or maybe that he doesn't want work. I mean, maybe he's decided, you know what, this is not, this is not what I bargained for. And and if he doesn't have the leverage to bring some of his assistants who understand his system, you know, maybe, maybe he decides to, uh, you know, stay on his ranch over there and, uh, uh, you know, in Ohio, maybe he just says, you know, enough of this and I'll, I'll just kind of hang out for a while. So I, and, and then who knows, you know, what other jobs could be jockeyed out there? I mean, I, you know, I, 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 find it was amazing that UCLA hires Deshaun Foster. I mean, he had been the running back coach at UCLA for seven years, takes the Raiders running back job. I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Now he's the head coach of UCLA. So there's still a lot of moving parts. Uh, going on in the coaching business right now. So, I, I, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to sit tight and, uh, you know, you and I and, and uh, Aaron, we'll sit and look at the Twitter feed and find out when it's going to become <laughs> gonna become official.
4: Yeah, and you, you look at the situation that the Cowboys are in right now and as unstable as this franchise is coming off that embarrassing loss to Green Bay, and look, they had a great season the regular season but that doesn't matter it just doesn't not in today's world you've got to you got to find a way and at least not go out and embarrass yourself and the way they played against green bay was nothing short of embarrassment
6: you know, it, yeah yeah played p- played a really unemotional football game and you heard all week on radio row whether it was michael urban or emmett smith or Anybody else that was at the Super Bowl talk about how disgusted they were at the lack of uh, intensity, the lack of pride, the lack of you know there were all kinds of different words being thrown around. So yeah, they they went out and there's no no question about it. They went out and laid an egg. I I listened to a little bit of uh, CDs podcast where he was on with uh, Micah Parsons and I mean it, it's it's almost like they didn't mention anything about winning a super bowl. They mentioned about making more money. They mentioned about catching more touchdown passes. They mentioned about making more sacks and in, 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 in 45 minutes of the podcast, it screamed of a me mentality and they are in a we business. So I I, I'm not sure that I agree with what, uh, Rex Ryan is saying if he said that, that he feels like this is a Super Bowl winning situation because right now they just proved to you that it's not that.
4: No. And you even see things where Micah Parsons talking about other teams and hinting that, you know, maybe this is the direction he wants to go. I, and look, look, I know what he's doing. He's posturing for more money, just what you said. But do you really want a guy as good as he is on your roster that's disrupting the flow of things and where they should be going? I mean,
6: again, what's the... I get it. You're you're, you're playing professional football so that you have an opportunity to take care of your family and take care of your... uh, You know, better yourself financially. But in the big scheme of things, if it's not about winning and you're not all about winning, it is the ultimate team sport. It's not the PGA Tour, it is not, you know, it's not tennis, it is the ultimate team sport. You got to have 11 guys playing for 11 guys, and you got to trust every one of those guys is going to do their job on every single play, and so when you take out that huge piece of the puzzle, which is, it's all about winning, it's all about winning championships, and if you really want to set yourself up for life, yeah, you can make a nice paycheck and do those kind of things, but how how do you not set yourself up for life any better than going out and putting your stamp on the fact that you've won the Lombardi Trophy?
4: That's, that is the ultimate goal. It should be, right? It shouldn't be, hey, I want to be a cowboy for life and I want to be the highest paid receiver in, in the history of pro football. I mean those two don't coincide with each other and be able to talk about winning the championship in my opinion.
6: You got you have to you have to again keep things in perspective and it, and it is about a team game and it is about it, and it is about winning and if it's not then maybe you should think about something else.
4: I agree. 100%. How long can this linger on between Mike Zimmer and Rex Ryan? How long can Jerry allow this to go on? I mean, don't you feel like he needs to come out today and say, okay, here's the deal. We've got our new defensive coordinator. Or is he sitting there just waiting on Zimmer to make up his mind, as you said, and be allowed to bring some of his staff in? I mean, do you think that that's the holdup? Or has Jerry really not made up his mind?
6: I I, I think that there – as I read this – and I'm going to send a few texts out here to some guys inside the building to see if I can find out some information. But as I look at this, I would say that Mike is – if he has not signed a deal, then that means he's uncomfortable with the current situation. So we'll have to see what uh, what that situ- – we'll have to find out what that situation is and uh, if, in fact – you know Rex Ryan is still in the running to be the the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Just to, again, it's another day of drama and another day of uh, Dallas Cowboy football. They stay at the top of the headlines, no matter if they're not in the Super Bowl or not. They're still the number one story. And and it, if you're not a Cowboy fan or you don't like the Cowboys, it still makes you, it still makes you think you're you know you're crazy. But. It's the most magnified franchise in sports, and I don't care what anybody else says; that's a fact.
4: What is the one thing other than defensive coordinator that the Cowboys have to get done before you get to the NFL draft?
6: Well, I mean, they're going to have to fill out the staff, right? You got to you got to think about: okay, is Al Harris, who was coaching the corners, is is he staying? And if he's staying, then who are you going to? Who are you going to pair with him to help coach his secondary, coach the safeties? And then who are you going to bring in uh, as a defensive line coach, knowing that your defensive line coach just took the defensive coordinator job uh, with the Seattle Seahawks? So what? Is, how do the Cowboys um, put the rest of those pieces in place? And I think that's what the holdup is right now to the really official announcement of coming out and, 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 and announcing who the defensive coordinator will be. So uh, you've got to put those pieces in place and then you've got to go and, you know, everybody will go to the combine, obviously, and then we'll start, you know, we'll start lining up who's going to what pro days, uh, which, which coaches will be going to what pro days, and then obviously prioritizing from a position standpoint what you're going to need and it'll be uh, – it, it's an all-season project, and we'll be talking about the Cowboys every single day from here on out because that's just the way it is in the NFL right now. It's a year-round business.
4: If Mike Zimmer does take over the defensive coordinator job and he does bring his staff in, is, is, this, is this a situation where you're going to see a completely revamped defense from the Cowboys?
6: I don't know that it'll be revamped. I mean, you got – you have – I mean, they've got four – they really have 4-3 personnel. Zimmer is a 4-3 guy. Now, you say, well, they don't play a lot of base defense. and No, they don't. They play a lot of 4-2 nickel, which is four down and two linemen linebackers with a nickel. They play a lot of 4-1 dime defense, which is – you know, six, seven defensive backs in the game. So uh, I think Zimmer will, he'll transition it to be as close to what Dan Quinn uh, did as he can do within his system. But we're still talking about the same thing. And that is, I think that he's going to want some of his guys, you know, to, to be able or, or be able to have some say in the staff um, to be able to transition that defense. Now, uh, Rex Ryan is a is a thirty four guy. I mean, he's he, he he likes more of the, you know, he likes he likes to have more linebackers. Where to me, that's that's not even a fit for the Cowboys right now because at the end of the they season they don't have they any had, linebackers. Correct. They had one healthy linebacker.
4: Yeah, I mean that's that's going to be you. You're going to have to go out and find some guys if you want to go with Rex Ryan and run four linebackers because. I don't I don't see four linebackers on that roster right now stretch that can can get the job done for the Cowboys
6: no, there's not four healthy linebackers that's correct so I, you know again those are all things that um, those are all things that I, I'm sure that they're Jerry and Steven are kicking around over there right now so uh, where the Cowboys go with this defensive coordinator we've been talking about it for 10 days, and I guess t- today will be the official day that it'll be 11. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just where we're at.
4: Do you think that that you look at Dak Prescott and what he was able to do this season? And I know he finished second in the MVP voting and everything else, but he still has not won playoff games for this franchise. Do you sign him right now and extend him out and make him the highest paid quarterback, or do you? kind of put him in the same closet with mike mccarthy and say hey come earn your contract
6: well you 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 just made a statement they don't have any linebackers so you're correct and so if you're going to be able to or if you're going to want some of that money from a free agent standpoint you're going to have to you're going to have to sign him uh to a you know try try to get him to sign sign a long-term deal um if I'm in charge over there, I'm going to let him play under the, the one year. I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Hickey for, for having franchised him twice and I am not going to, I, I'm not going to extend him because of just what you just said, you're going to have to prove to me that you can win and you can produce outside of the what is the regular season. and this team is not gauged on the fact that they went 12 and five and won the NFC East. That's not how it's going to be looked back upon. It's going to be looked back upon to say, you know what? They lost to green Bay at home in the first round of the playoffs. That, that, that's the first thing they're going to say. So, uh, I, you know, I think you gotta, I think you gotta weigh those things out. I don't know the direction Jerry will go right now for crying out loud we don't even know who he's going to hire as a defensive coordinator and I thought that was a done deal Friday so we'll, we'll have
4: to see when you look at if if they can't get Zimmer and Rex Ryan I mean I to me he's unstable so I I don't know even if if that's the right question or not but if neither one of those guys, what if they both walk away and say, "You know what? This is not for me. I can't do this. I'm I'm going to go elsewhere." Then what do they do?
6: Well, I mean, I, I mean, there's plenty of guys from a defensive coordinator standpoint out there. I mean, I think you could, I think you could look at George Edwards, who's a linebacker coach at Tampa. I mean, I think there's multiple guys out there that you could. Say okay, we're going to go interview. I think I think Al Harris. You have a guy on the staff there who did a great job with the defensive backs. If you want him on a one year deal, maybe it's maybe it's Al Harris that you go get. But uh, uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see what what they do. I don't think I don't think if Rex Ryan, who's been out of the game for eight years turns it down something's really wrong so i don't don't think that happens but we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see how how this plays out here in the next day or so
4: this is the press box on espn central texas and cowboys have several free agents that they're trying to sign and one of them stephon gilmore really wants to be back with the cowboys saying all the right things and i for me if i'm jerry jones that's one of the free agents that's already in that locker room that i probably go back and say I, I, we need to sign him. Let's figure out what we need to do with this guy.
6: Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you're, the, that's something that they're going to go through, regardless of what happens with his coordinator. That they, they've already prioritized Ward, who they want to sign. that's on their own roster. You know what I mean? They've already said, "Hey, this is a priority. This priority. This is a priority." So uh, I, I'm sure that I, I'm sure that Stephen and Todd Williams are, are, you know, probably working on extensions for those priority guys right now, so uh, does it look better if the defensive coordinator can get on board and get in place, yes, and so I I think that gets done right away. I I don't think this is going to carry on with Mike Zimmer and, and, and Rex Ryan. I think we'll know and then they'll have a say or have some say. From a priority uh, free agent standpoint, Zimmer or Rex Ryan will come in immediately, start looking at some film and get those guys lined up and and find out how they want to prioritize that.
4: Yeah, How difficult is that with not having the defensive coordinator in place right now when you have some of these guys on the defensive side of the ball that you need to re-sign, restructure contracts, whatever you need to do with them, but you don't know which direction this defense is going right now?
6: Yeah, they're, they're, like you said, yeah, we just keep kicking this around. But you're right. I mean, you're, you've got it. You've got to figure out it, who the defensive coordinator is. Are, are they behind the eight ball? Not really. I mean, you, you guys are going to. Uh, most guys are, t- are taking time off right now. They're pushing back away from the game. I'm talking about most teams now that the now that they're out of the playoffs. Now that the playoffs are over, they're going to push back a few weeks and then come back in and start getting ready for the combine. So. You know, again, Dallas will get this situation and Jerry will get this situation handled from a defensive coordinator, and we'll see him move on here pretty quickly, I believe.
4: All right. Well, we'll find out. I just, I, is it as strange to you as it is to me how this is unfolding?
6: Well, again, strange, yeah, but we don't know what's, we don't know what's going on in there. And I, I don't think it's all that strange when you think about, um, where and what a defensive coordinator is going to want because regardless of the scenario whoever you hire is going to want to have one or two guys on that side of the ball that are his guys mm-hmm. I don't care who you hire and he's going to he wants to have a say in who those guys are that know his system that know his verbiage that can implement and install during OTAs the things he wants to put in so uh, I, I don't think I, I don't think that's strange. I think what's strange is that it's gone on for two or three days, and that we're still talking about this coming out of the Super Bowl.
4: Well, I mean, it is the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Here, yes, that's what is. Jerry wants, isn't it?
6: He wants. He wants you and I and every other person today even mostly Mosley he's going to want him talking about (laughs) what the Cowboys are doing and even J-Mo even J-Mo might be talking about this a little bit today
4: maybe so it'll be interesting (laughs) all right we'll take the break when we come back she's back
13: Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas
10: The Baylor Women on the road in Big 12 Play on Wednesday to take on the Oklahoma Sooners. 5:30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 6 p.m. tip-off Wednesday.
13: Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
7: After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again.
3: Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain, stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds, and surgery seemed too risky, so she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics
10: 254-415-4100 That's 254- 415-4100 415 415 4100 The
0: flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
11: Hey, at the all new Volkswagen of Waco. We are the used car superstore. And right now we have probably the best selection between Dallas and Austin. (laughs) It's not just Volkswagens. We've got them all. Fords and Chevys and Dodges, Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, lots more. Bigger selection, better prices, and easy credit. You just pick it out, we'll find a way to work it out. Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. Hey, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel
4: financial advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel financial advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6 stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated member SIPC and NYSE Okay so what's the most important part about your house No nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave Think about it the most important thing is your roof the insurance process for you don't let a fly-by-night company look at your roof let a real professional you trust do the work for you put mcadams and sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over central texas check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid
0: time now for stephanie sports talk a look at sports through the eyes of stephanie As only she could do with the Googles. Presented by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby's Land Management, Steeple Investments, Volkswagen of Waco. She's back.
5: What? What? He's muted me.
4: (laughs) Maybe the best Monday ever.
5: Oh. Y'all ain't right. (laughs) All right. So I was going to see if they had any reports out yet from the Super Bowl, right? Right. So I figured, well, we might as well enjoy football one more day since we're talking about it. One more day? Well, it's over now. No, it's not. It's never over.
4: Football is never over.
5: Well, I can't get into the spring football. Why? It doesn't seem like it's real.
4: It is real. It's very real.
5: Well, I'll just wait for high school football to start up. Oh, <laughs> I'm with you. Right? i don't watch a second of spring football. Yeah, I just I can't. Because we tried last year, remember? And Aaron and I were like, we're out.
4: Yeah, well, y'all were out, but I was in.
5: Okay. Okay.
4: I watched both leagues, back to back.
5: I think I'd rather watch LeBron James than watch that. I don't. Like LeBron James, so I'm just saying. Okay. All right, so they estimated that 100 million people would be watching the Super Bowl yesterday. Mm -hmm. Well, ratings came out and statistics came out. 110 million people watched the Super Bowl yesterday. Okay. 61.2 thousand people attended the Super Bowl. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It looks crowded. 48 million people ordered food, and 60% of the food order was pizza. Well, there you go. Okay. Fast food restaurants doubled their orders and profit yesterday. Doubled? Doubled. Wow. Yeah. I that's mean, I impressive. If you Drive to McDonald's, get a Big Mac, and head home and watch the game.
4: Yeah, I'm not thinking. Or if
5: you're day drinking and you're like, I better eat something. I mean, I don't know. But uh, it doub- they doubled a, their food a orders. Yeah, that's what. I'm blind. not thinking I
4: want McDonald's, and this is not a shot across the ballot at McDonald's, but I never <laughs> thought about McDonald's for the Super Bowl.
5: No. Not me either. And Just, I'm blind. I mean, why would you?
4: Yeah. I don't know.
5: No, I know. Ugh. Ugh. 1.45 billion wings were eaten yesterday.
4: Okay. Where'd they get all those chickens? I
5: have no idea. That's a <laughs> lot of chickens. They had, be, they had to be making them a long time ago. That's a lot of chickens.
4: <sighs> it's, yeah. Haven't
5: you seen those trucks where those chickens are in those cages and they're, like, transporting them around town?
4: I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah,
5: go, uh, go out there by TSTC and Sanderson Farms and you'll Just see all these chickens.
4: Sit on the side of the road and watch. wait yeah. for a chicken truck to go by? Yeah. Okay.
5: But, I mean, think about it.
4: You're easily entertained.
5: <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, chickens, don't be laughing, here. Chickens have two wings, right? We've had this conversation before. <laughs> two wings on a chicken. Right. And there was 1.45 billion wings eaten yesterday.
4: hmm Well, they're not chasing them around I don't the yard and taking chickens- the wings off. So I mean, they like may what? have been frozen for a while.
5: Well, I don't know. That's a lot of chickens. 326 million gallons of beer was consumed yesterday. Wow. I don't even know how much that is. That's a lot. A total. I don't even know how many cans of beer that is. That's a lot. You need
4: that's your homework. Break that down. No. Okay.
5: I couldn't even get through algebra. You think I want to break this down? <laughs> <laughs> last year, last year, hundred and forty thousand tons of avocados were imported for Super Bowl weekend. Did they have an
4: avocados commercial? I don't mean in a row. No.
5: And here's why. Okay. So they were down two thousand tons this year for delivery because of the weather.
4: Oh, the freeze!
5: No, the lack of water in Mexico. Oh, the rain. Okay. It's not raining there.
4: So the avocado crops were not. They as were not produced. Abundant.
5: And if you go, and here's the other thing I found out: if next year people, if you're gonna buy avocados, do not buy them the day of Super Bowl. Why is that? The price is double. Really? Mm-hmm. But I found out you go a week prior, and you can get them. You know whatever the going rate is, Mm -hmm. Um, and you can put them in your fridge so they don't ripen quicker, Uh and you can can hold them for a week. Okay. But don't go the day of, or you'll be paying double. Really? Yeah. How about that? How about that? There you
4: go. Aren't you smart? Yep.
5: Kind (laughs) of.
4: Never would have thought that.
5: There were $6 million bets that were placed an hour before the kickoff Super Bowl, including a $1.1 million bet to win a million dollars at Circus Sportsbook. And it, it was, you know, who did it? Mm-mm. And he won. Nelly, the rapper Nelly. Okay. He put down a million and he won. Did you know that?
9: Most, I didn't know that. My, most of the, almost all of the big bets were on the 49ers money line by yep. the so called uh, Sharps. The Sharps right? took a beating yesterday because the computers cannot factor in. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, You really can't. That's the one good. thing that the computers can't account for is someone's ability to just make plays all the time, which he does because the 49ers were probably up and down their lineups, a better team, but the,
5: I don't understand a better they,
9: defense, a better quarterback and a better coach and that'll usually get it done.
5: And I don't understand how they do that in Vegas or whatever. I mean, Aaron, Aaron's smart. He knows how all that works, but I was listening to Greening the other day, and there's like like rules of madness on how they do this. Like mm-hmm. they all they look at their stats, possibility of this, and it all has to do with statistics.
4: It does. Again, it's a very, very difficult thing to try to figure out.
5: My brain cannot understand it. I well. had to take statistics three times and College. What does that tell
4: you? <laughs> so Nelly put down a million and one dollars, uh-huh. and he won a million dollars because he bet on. The
5: I guess teams. how? Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. But so okay, so he lost a hundred thousand dollars, and in the meantime, he was so excited he knocked his tooth out. So now he's toothless. <laughs> well, at least he got money to pay for a new one. Yeah, put another gold thing in. I don't know. All right, moving on. Taylor Swift. Okay, maybe we don't have to see her anymore for a while, but. Her suite, you know, everybody was talking about where's Mama Kelsey going to sit. And she's like, well, we, you know, even McCaffrey's family is like, we're not going to afford that. That's a lot of money. So, Taylor popped $1.8 million for that suite. $1.8. 1. $1.8 1. 8 Yeah, million. there were no
9: suites available for less than a million dollars. I think the cheapest one that they found, and it probably went up right after they did the story, was like one point three. Yes.
5: One the smallest point.
9: suite they had was 1.3 million. And
5: only like eight people can fit in it. Eight people. I don't even have eight friends. I mean, I guess I could make them real quick. You could, but
4: you could find if I had eight that friends. Kinda, I, I think Super you Bowl have suite, eight friends. Yeah, you'd have, okay, you'd I do. have eight <laughs>
9: friends. If you had <laughs> a, a Super lot of Bowl quite, suite, <laughs> you'd have plenty you have of, of friends, buddy. you have 80 friends. <laughs> 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 you'd have plenty of friends, Bestie.
5: Right. Yeah. See, <laughs> Aaron. Uh, but yeah, so if you looked, and, you know, when they were showing, showing her, you know, it, she had a packed house. million. You know what I could do with 1.8 million? You'd get a suite at the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) True. I would do something else with it. You would? Yeah. Buy chickens? No. I'd go shopping. Shopping? Yeah, I'd go shopping.
4: What would be the first thing that you would buy if you had 1.8 million? You're going to ask me this, really.
5: Everyone in this town who knows me knows exactly where I'm going straight to North Park to the Louis Vuitton store. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. Wow. You don't see this TR up here for nothing. <laughs> uh, I, get, I get it. All right. A right, 100 million people watched the commercials yesterday and they right. took a poll mm-hmm. among viewers. And State Farm with Arnold and Little Danny Dude. Danny DeVito. Yeah.
4: It, Little Dude.
5: Well, I can't remember his name. I remember them in that movie Twins, which I thought was stupid, but they were voted number one. Okay. Uh, Jay Lobin, Brady, Damon, Matt Damon. Number two. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So those were the top two. Um, Uber Eats that had Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer from Friends. Right. Well, listen to these snowflakes, okay? So after they were getting all these complaints from food allergy research companies about the commercial because they failed to mention about peanut allergies.
4: Why would you have to do that?
5: Like I said, snowflakes. If you have ridiculous. a peanut
4: allergy, you know to stay away from
5: peanuts. You don't. I have guess to be they wanted born. to say that you know Uber Eats will deliver anything. Uh, well, okay. Well, if you have a peanut allergy, you're not going to ask for peanuts to be delivered.
4: I wouldn't think so, unless you're a bonehead. Yeah, so, so,
5: exactly. Well, they had to like redo the whole commercial. Dumb. And it was a dumb commercial, anyways.
4: No, it was not good.
5: It was there. Yeah. There were some that were really like really.
4: There were some bad ones yesterday.
5: Well, I agree with what Strutt said earlier. That Mayo commercial was disgusting.
4: Yes, it absolutely mm-hmm. was. Awesome.
5: <laughs> of course she would say. It's awesome. Of course she would say. All right. And some of the stars that you would have seen there yesterday? At the game? hmm They Lady showed Ga- a lot of them. Yeah, Lady Gaga. Now what was up with her? She was in disguise. I don't know. She's she's a quack. I don't know. She is a quack. She's she's out there. And I don't know if she if that's really if she really is that way or if she's just does it for PR publicity, which, you know, I, I don't can know. see that. I guess. I mean the girl wears a meat dress to the Grammys. Who does that?
4: Right. Yeah, that's true. Didn't think about that.
5: I mean, really, the, dogs could have started coming up <laughs> in not <on> her dress. All right, <laughs> uh, you would have seen Gustafani and Blake Shelton yesterday. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber and his wife. Yeah. Country singer Luke Combs was there with his wife. Right. Uh Cheryl Crow was there. Mm-hmm. That Beatles guy was there. Um, Wait a minute. McCart- Stop it. You cannot say McCar- that Beatles guy. Well, because guy. I always get his name messed up. Paul McCarthy. Yeah, him too. Him. He was there. and You, you
4: can't st- just call a Beatle <laughs> that Beatles guy.
5: I'm not a Beatles fan. Just, it, it the last matter. time I tried to say his name, y'all just like ripped me up one side and down the other. Because you said it. <laughs> because I called him the wrong name. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways. You called him Paul Mc- McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny queen latifah was there of course you know you saw little john alicia keys and ludicrous during the halftime show with usher mm-hmm. and all-time favorite you and i've discussed this still voted they took a vote um, i can tell you right, right now Prince. everyone still said prince was the best halftime show no doubt it's not even close and steven smith talked about that this morning so yeah Got to be Prince
4: number one and Michael Jackson number two.
5: You know, they only just said Prince. I don't know. They they did talk about Bruno Mars and Beyonce and Coldplay, which eh,
4: nah. I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. What did you think about the halftime show? I, or did you did you decide that you were going to go do something else during the halftime?
5: No, show? I watched. I I had a house full of people. Okay, entertain yourselves. <laughs> right? <laughs> um. No, I thought it was okay. I like. Lo- it wasn't bad it wasn't like I didn't walk away going that is awesome Um and I like Usher you know right Um I was in a station up north towards the Dallas area and that's when he was like really coming out so uh, you know I, I like some of his music and you know I really there's no way that I could get on roller skates and roll around a stage I'd fall off and sing at the same time that's some coordination dude Lots of coordination. So. Yeah, I can see that. But I guess he does that. He does it in his concerts.
4: <laughs> I don't know why you'd do that. I
5: don't either. I mean, I remember going to the roller rink in junior high.
4: Yeah, maybe he's reliving junior high.
5: I guess. Maybe he didn't get asked out on a couple dates. So he figured he went on the couple skate. You know, I remember when you'd go, you want to go skate with me? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid. But there you go. That's it. For Super I, thought Bowl it was, I thought it was
4: okay, too. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. Thoroughly excited about it at all.
5: There's always Um, next year. You know, like the Cowboys say, there's always (laughs) next year.
4: (laughs) They got to find a defensive coordinator before they get to next year.
5: And and today is national uh, get over your hangover, Super Bowl hangover day. I don't have one, but whoever else.
4: That's really what today is? That's the uh best they could come up with?
5: That and national plum pudding. Do you even know what plum pudding is?
4: Yeah, it's pudding made out of plum.
5: Sounds disgusting. You try it. No, <laughs> you try it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mikey. All right. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for your Manic Monday.
4: All right. Thanks, Steph. Coming okay. up next, we'll get into some college basketball as the press box returns right after this.
13: Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show.
10: Join us Thursday as we talk golf with women's golf coach Jay Goble and men's golf coach Mike McGraw.
13: The Baylor Coaches Show, this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m., is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
11: Hey, the all new Volkswagen of Waco, we are the used car superstore. And right now we have probably the best selection between Dallas and Austin. Look, <laughs> It's not just Volkswagens. We've got them all. Fords and Chevys and Dodges, Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, lots more. Bigger selection, better prices, and easy credit. You just pick it out, we'll find a way to work it out. Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. Hey, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car.
14: King of the road. At UBO Business Services, we recognize that on-prem print servers cost an organization $1,800 to $3,600 annually. With UBO, we are the only dealer in the country that can take print driver deployment, offer secure cloud printing, offer follow-me print, scan to myself, and cloud as well as x faxing all to the cloud. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
0: Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, Your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Find sports news streaming, and show podcast at cintechsportsfan.com.
11: Czech Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kalachis to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitam Tom That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage.
2: Is it time to upgrade your garage, barn, shed, or warehouse with a new garage door? Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service boasts the largest garage door showroom and design center in Central Texas. Revamp your style with new customized garage doors with windows. Free estimates are available and all calls are answered by an operator 24-7. Precision Garage Door Service, 1100 Jewel Drive, Waco, 254-522-9657 and at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Ask about their financing options.
1: Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. So, for doors that are sticking
15: and cracks in your
10: walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
0: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. The home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas.
4: And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas on this Monday, the 12th day of February, as the Kansas City Chiefs get it done and win Super Bowl 58. We'll get back into that conversation here in just a little bit with Stretch Smith. But the La Vega Lady Pirates play in their bi-district game tonight in Temple against Lampasas. We'll have that broadcast for you on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. and. Head coach Marcus Willis will join us in the next segment. We'll talk about their playoff run, trying to go back-to-back with their state championship run from last year. Big 12 basketball over the weekend stretch, and Baylor comes up short against KU, and Baylor played pretty well against Kansas being an Allen Fieldhouse.
6: That's a a tough place to play. I mean, we know that, and, you know, from what it – well, a little bit I watched, I, I can't say that I watched the entire game. I watched the end of the game, though, and Baylor had opportunity and, and had some looks there to, uh, to, to, to tie that game or to go ahead in that game. So, yeah, that's a, a tough loss, and we know you got to be on your A game if you're going to go to Fog Allen and beat Kansas in their backyard. That's, that's just where it is, and you're going to have to hit some clutch shots, and when you don't do that, you're probably not going to win the game
4: the bears come up just a little bit short but the cougars of houston take down cincinnati on saturday also winning was iowa state over tcu in fort worth and iowa state continues their little bit of a run that they've been on here lately stretch
6: yeah it's going to be interesting and we'll talk about this in a minute i want to know who your who your uh, who your first two teams in the tournament are out of the Big Twelve, and I want to know who your last two teams out. So I'm gonna give you a second to think about it, It'll be, I will, and how many teams you think get in from the Big Twelve, get in the Big Dance. I, we'll talk about it, but uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I, I know you said you're not real interested in the Big Twelve tournament. I, I am gonna be interested because I think it's gonna dictate who's in and out of that. Uh, you know who's gonna be in and out of this uh, the Big Dance.
4: I think there's a couple of teams that will get an opportunity that may be sitting on the outside looking in just because of the parity in this conference, and they may come up and say, you know, well, we're going to win the tournament. Well, that's an automatic bid anyway. And the other thing is if you get an opportunity to make a little bit of a run, I think there's still, in my opinion, there's already some teams before you even get to the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City that will have their path already laid out for them, and it won't matter what they do in the big 12 tournament. And if, if that's the case, I I would rather just be able to say, Hey, let's just go play. If we win, that's great. If we don't, that's even better. Cause we need to get our legs underneath them, especially after going through this meat grinder of a conference. <laughs> I know.
6: I know you, you've kind of, you're kind of taking that mentality of saying, Hey, you know what? If, uh, if we're, if we're Houston, if we're Kansas, you know, for Iowa state, if we're for one and done in a tournament, we're all right. But I,
4: yeah, that I, that's the I, ones there, but you're, you're right. There is going to be some teams out of this conference that are going to get into the NCAA tournament because of what they did in the big 12 tournament. I, for me, right. I'm and, just and not a fan of the big 12 tournament. I think it's a moneymaker and it's, it's a waste of time.
6: Well, and, that, and that's what I'm saying, but let's, let's think about, you know, Texas, Kansas state, who are both five and six in the league, you know, one fifteen win team, one sixteen win team, they're going to need to win a couple games in the Big Twelve tournament in order to assure themselves an opportunity to get in the big dance. And uh, let's face it, that's what everybody's trying to do is get in the get you know get in that big dance. But I think that's right there is really what we're talking about. We're talking about TCU, Texas, and mm-hmm. Kansas State, who I think are right there on the fringe and. uh, they're going to have to win. Like I said, they're going to have to win a couple games in the, in the, in the Big 12 tournament in order to assure themselves a shot.
4: The BYU takes down Kansas State on Saturday, 72-66. to uh, Texas Tech beat UCF 66-59. to Texas gets the win over West Virginia uh, at home. And OU in the last matchup battle of Beldum in basketball, it's uh, OU over Oklahoma State. 66-62, to 62. really no surprise there. OU trying to get back on the good side of things if they struggled just a little bit here lately. A couple of games in the Big 12 before we get to the ranking stretch. Tonight, you have West Virginia at TCU, and then Kansas with that tough turnaround as well coming off the battle uh, with the Baylor Bears. They travel to Lubbock to take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders who have struggled just a little bit. They got the win on Saturday, but they're still not 100% healthy.
6: Yeah, and, and, and it's always, you know this, going out there, playing in the Plains, that's, that's, that's a tough place to play. And we could sit here. That's the other thing, or Think about this. I mean, I don't know of a place that you could, you could go up and down here, and that includes Morgantown, West Virginia. You could say, you know what, we're, we're at least comfortable going on the road and winning there. I mean every every team in the Big Twelve, I, I think, does a great job of protecting their home floor. So, yeah, it, it, it'll be uh, you know with, with them having to go and play at Tech. Yeah, Kansas is a is a heck of a team, and like you said, coming off a, a win against Baylor, but having to go on the plains, they, they better be ready to go because I guarantee you Tech will have it. They'll, they'll they'll be waiting for them to come in there.
4: It it. Look, we've talked about it several times and we'll continue to talk about it all season long because I think it's absolutely the truth that if you're in the Big 12 and you can protect your home floor, you're going to be in good shape when all this thing rolls out and you get to tournament time.
6: That's right, right. And that's, that, that, that's, that's the whole key. But you also got to – if you're right there sitting like we just talked about, you're BYU, TCU, Texas – Kansas State, you gotta get, you gotta point to one or two of those where you say we gotta go in their, we gotta go in their place, and we gotta steal one, and that, that's going to be the key to, uh, to I believe uh, positioning yourself to get in the to, to get in the tournament.
4: The rankings have come out, and not any movement at the top with UConn and Purdue at the top, but Houston climbs back up two spots. They get back to number three stretch. And Marquette as at four at five, Arizona. Kansas drops down two after their week, even though they got the win at home against the Bears. They drop down to number six. North Carolina drops down four spots to seven. Tennessee drops down two spots at eight. How about Duke remaining at nine? And then Iowa State, they climb into the top ten. They're sitting at number ten in the college basketball uh, top twenty-five. Looking at other teams in the Big 12, Baylor gets up one spot to number 12, so they're inching back toward the top 10. And BYU at 19, they climb a couple of spots as well. And Oklahoma, they come up a spot and get back in the top 25 uh, for the first time in a couple of weeks. So you mentioned it. This conference has an opportunity to put a stamp on the tournament and get I don't know. What do you think? Seven? I, eight? It, it, yeah. Yeah, I, I,
6: I do think that. And I, I think that's really what you're looking at. Because right now, if you think about it, it's Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, probably BYU. And now these are the teams we're looking at who are just right there on the fringe, TCU, Texas and Kansas State, I, I think one of those three will, will will make a leap and get into get into the tournament. You know what I'm gonna be interested in the award. I, you know how our man Mattress Mac, my girlfriend, she's she's a big Mattress Mac guy because he he loves everything about Houston. I, I, I'm wondering if he's gonna go make one of those one two million dollar bets on the Cougars winning the national championship. And then you can go, if you go to his furniture store and purchase furniture and they end up winning the national championship, you don't know anything on it. I, I love that. I love that proposition bet. <laughs>
4: that's, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. And you know what? I don't think it's a bad, a bad wager right now.
6: Yeah. And that's the thing I was going to say. I mean, who, if you, if you look at the top five, I mean, who would you just say, they're 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 definitely going to be a Final Four team. I don't even I don't even think I could say that about UConn, where I could say you know what they're definitely a Final Four team. Where I think Houston, I believe Houston is a Final Four team.
4: I think they are too. And I I don't know about maybe I could say that about Purdue as well because they've been so consistent. But I mean other. I, I'm just not buying the UConn deal yet, and I don't know why. They they're 22 and two on the season. Why wouldn't you buy that, right? But we've seen them before in the tournament take a nosedive.
6: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's 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 what I mean. I mean, who do you really who do you really feel like? And, and going back to my comment about Mattress Mac. You know he's gonna he'll he'll make a big wager here, but I mean, who do you really feel like you could say, okay, I'm gonna step up right now? And I, yeah, 22 and two, playing in the league that they play in. Okay, they're not playing in the they're not playing in this Big Twelve, and that's what I'd like to know. Hey, what would their record be if they're playing in the Big Twelve? Because I tell you what, it
4: would not be 22 and two.
6: I, I can tell you that's not what it would be. That's you took the words right out of my mouth, but I, I, I do think that uh, there, there's not any of those teams. I believe that you just say, boy, we don't, we don't want a piece of them because uh, we, we've seen uh, U of H is as talented a team as anybody in the country. So if I had to, if I had to step out right now, I, I, I'd say U of H and I'd say Kansas. I think Kansas is as good as anybody in the country. And I, I know that Purdue's got the big man and I, I, I can, I can see that, but I mean, the, The Big Ten is not near the conference basketball conference right
4: now that the Big 12 is. Not even close. It is not even close. Is there a possibility that we have two Big 12 teams in the Final Four?
6: I think it depends on how it – how the brackets line up, but I I believe absolutely you could see two teams in the final four, uh, two Big Twelve teams in the final four, I, and 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 that's what makes it fun watching when you know when it comes down next month and you get into the real madness part of it. Be it's going to be it's going to be an interesting watch, and, and don't count out the Bears. I know I know uh, Mosley. He'll be, he'll, we, we talk about him a lot, maybe too much. We talk about Mosley too much, but uh, he, he'll he be on here making a case for the Bears to get into that, get into that uh, final four spot. So it's going to be, it's going to make, it's going to make a fun, for a fun watch, Ward.
4: It, it is, and it always is a fun watch. And I, you know, I look, I, I think in the Elite Eight, there's a good chance that there's two or three teams for, from the Big 12 in the Elite Eight for sure. And then I'm not, I'm not opposed to – you're right. You're going to have to see how the bracket falls out. But there's a definite possibility that you have two Big 12 teams uh, from this conference playing for a national championship on Final Four day. And how fun would that be, and how big a stamp on this conference would that be?
6: Well, how how big a stamp on the state would it be if you could get two teams from the state? (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm getting a little carried away. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Texas <laughs> You're getting homer. Greedy. That's all right. You're getting That's greedy. Right. That's right.
6: <laughs> I'm a Texas homer, so you can call me that. I'm, I'm good with that. Good
4: with it. High school basketball playoffs get started today across the state of Texas, and the La Vega Lady Pirates trying to go back-to-back, have game number one in Temple tonight at 6.30 We'll have that game for you over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Coming up next, head coach Marcus Willis, he'll join us. We'll talk about the Lady Pirates next on the Press Box.
13: Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball all season long on 101.3 FM.
10: Baylor Softball on the road at McNeese State on Thursday, 5:45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Thursday for Baylor Softball on 101.3
13: FM. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM.
2: The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan
1: you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. So, for doors that are sticking
15: and cracks in your walls, the
10: Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Your
0: home for the world champion Texas Rangers, ESPN, Central Texas.
4: Paparolos Pizza, Waco's oldest family owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive thru on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. King.
14: At UBO Business Services, we understand more than likely your IT service provider is securing all your front door accesses to your business, but what is not being protected is your back door with open print and fax ports where firmware has not been updated. With the white glove treatment our customers get at UBO, we update firmware on all service calls. Once again, putting customers first is why you call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
15: In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts project managers and estimators plus they're offering summer internships evening shift only works four days a week monday through thursday also a one dollar differential pay is offered for evening shifts after 90 days of full-time employment alamo steel offers pto and a comprehensive benefit plan including medical dental vision short and long-term disability life insurance and 401k full-time positions are 40 hours plus a week hourly employees are paid weekly At Alamo Steel, they believe in above average pay to attract well qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I 35 in Lacey Lakeview.
3: The moment you see those flashing lights, you think, this can't happen to me. I lost a girlfriend, I lost a job because I was in jail
2: learn about the real costs of drunk driving at faces of drunk sponsored by text.
0: You're listening to ESPN central Texas live from the Allen Samuel studios.
4: And welcome back to the press box here on ESPN central Texas. Ward White's Glenn stretch Smith along with you joining us now as getting ready for first round of the playoffs by district starts tonight for the La Vega Lady Pirates trying to go back-to-back on state championships, head coach Marcus Willis. And, Coach, appreciate the time. I know you've got a lot on your mind getting ready for tonight's game.
12: Uh, I do, but it's always a pleasure to to be with you. Uh, so thank you for having me. And like I said, we're getting ready to make another state run. So appreciate you again for having me today.
4: The third phase of the season, we always talk about having the preseason, getting you ready for district play then getting through district play and having an opportunity to start season number three tonight in by district against lamb passes. But how much did it help you in that first phase? Some of the teams you faced getting ready for this playoff run had to help you get to where you are right now, because, Oh, I don't know. You played Duncanville. How about playing Hebron Mansfield, Timberview, Capel. I mean, you guys don't shy down from anything.
12: Absolutely not, and we never we never have been that way, and we never will with shot down from anybody, uh, which we knew uh, we were battle-tested at the beginning of the year, and I also knew we had to do that because this is a different team, a different year, so different expectations. So in order for us to get back to San Antonio, I know I had to do the best thing I could possibly do to make sure we set ourselves up for that, and I definitely believe our preseason schedule did just that for us.
4: Coach, how much does that help you as you start the bye district tonight to be able to know – you can look around the locker room and say, hey, we've been through this before. This is nothing new to us. It's just a different part of the season right now.
12: Absolutely. That's exactly what the motto is. Like, it's nothing new to us. And uh, I know a wise man talked to me last week about me just being, you know, keeping keeping everything the same, keeping the main thing the main thing. Uh, Do you. Um, and that's exactly what we're going to do tonight. We're going to be us. We're going to play La Vega girls basketball. We're not going to change for anybody. We're not going to change it all, whatsoever. We're going to stay with our culture and stay within ourselves.
4: Coach Marcus Willis with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas as the La Vega Lady Pirates get ready to take on Limpasas tonight in the by-district matchup. We'll have that game for you over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. And, and Coach, with... The senior class that you have, four seniors on this roster. How much do you lean on them for that leadership you're looking for?
12: Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, I've been had these kids for a while. Um, you know, one being my daughter as well too. So it's a special it's a special, bittersweet moment to see these seniors go go out this year. So, you know, what better way to, you know, play seven more games and end out with another state championship? So it means so much to me, it means so much to them. Um, and that, yeah, we do rely a lot on their leadership. So all four of those are going to help take us to the promised land, along with everybody else is going to have to play their roles as well, too, but they play a huge role in part of our success.
4: You had some special moments throughout the regular season as well, right in the middle of district play. You just mentioned your daughter, but a couple of your players hit some milestones for the La Vega Lady Pirates.
12: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we can start with my daughter, of course, with her being out, you know, last year, majority of the year, almost all the year with her, you know, with the ACL injury for her to come back and play the way she's played at a high level and score the way she's scored and to shoot the ball where she shoot. Um, you know, she was able to, you know, climb a milestone to hit a thousand career points. Uh, KP, which is, you know, the most dominant point guard in 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 the state and arguably one of the. Uh, arguably in the country, it was able to surpass over 1,500 career points, and uh, I think she's over 500 rebounds, or 500 steals, or 500 assists. She's rocking and rolling, and then you have a laser good, you know, a junior um, was able to surpass her thousand career point as well too. So we've had a lot of milestones we've hit along with a lot of adversity as well, too, for us to sit back and, and and get a chance to write our own story again. So very happy about those individual accolades, but most importantly about the number one accolade, and that's that team goal is to hold that trophy up in March.
4: Coach, it's hard to do that type of thing against air. and how impressive is it for these girls to be able to not only be able to reach their own individual goals, but also – continue to play as a team in that same situation to have three girls be able to do that much offensively. Sometimes that's difficult because there's just not enough basketballs on the floor at a time.
12: <laughs> You're right, but this is one of the most unselfish and and, I, and every one of my teams are just like that. If you see that we have four kids that are all averaging over double digits, you know, in points uh, we share the ball a lot we share the ball really, really well. <laughs> Um, no one no one is getting, you know, upset because somebody else is getting off. At the end of the day, we have so many pieces that sometimes those pieces may not be getting on that night. So it's it's important for us to find the one that has the hot hand and make sure we feed her the ball. And that's exactly what they do. Um, sometimes we get lucky in the three or four of them are hot. And when three or four of them are hot, it's really, 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 really tough to beat us. So, you know, very unselfish group, and they and they stay abiding to our La Vega culture. And that's what makes it so easy because they really, really share the ball really, really well.
4: Head coach Marcus Willis with us, head coach of the La Vega Lady Pirates, trying to go back-to-back with state championships. It all starts tonight against Lampasas. And, Coach, talk about Lampasas. And this team has gotten a little bit hot during the end of the season to get into Mm -hmm. the playoffs. But you still got to go out and do you tonight more than anything else, isn't it?
12: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they're coming in, you know, they're coming into fourth seed, but they, you know, they can easily be a third place seed or second place seed. Uh, they gave Joe a run for their money. Uh, I think they fall a little bit tiptoe with, with the first place seed in their um, in their district. And then they went, you know, with a play in game on Friday against Marble Falls. So even though this is a fourth place seed, you can't target that like them. You know, they're fundamentally sound. They're very young uh coach jost um is actually has been to san antonio i think with with San Saba project coming to the land passes so he knows how to get to san antonio and he knows how to pick his girls up to make sure that they come in coming ready to play so we cannot look over them we have to come and play Vega's girls basketball and we got to play that for 32 minutes to be able to get past the second round
4: how important is it to your team to get off to a quick start and command the pace of the ball game tonight
12: well, it's very important, you know. We talk about that, you know. Me and you, War. We talked about that all year last year about us dictating the pace and us starting from jump. Um, it's very important that we get into our game and we play fast and we get them catching, you know, playing catch up from us. You know, it's very hard to to play catch up on us, so it's our job to start out fast and finish strong.
4: Head coach of the La Vega Lady Pirates, Marcus Willis, with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. You'll hear the game between the Lady Pirates and Lamb Passes coming up tonight, 6 o'clock pregame, 6.30 tip-off at Temple High School. And I'm looking forward to it, Coach. Thanks for spending some time with us here on the Press Box, and I'll see you at the gym tonight.
12: I'll see, see you at the gym tonight. Make sure you have my mitts. I got you covered. <laughs> got you covered, Coach. You so much. I appreciate you. A pleasure, 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 pleasure having me. Thank you so much, and I'll see you soon. All
4: right, there he goes. Head Coach Marcus Willis says the La Vega Lady Pirates get a chance to make the run back and go back-to-back on state champions. And, look, this is a team that has played a rough schedule to start the season off, and they made it through it and got them ready to go in the playoffs, and – Stretch, you know, you've been there before. If you don't give your team an opportunity to play teams that challenge you and play teams that make you better, when you do get challenged in the playoffs, it's not going to work out very well for you.
6: Well, and that's what – I mean, that's what we're talking about. That's what athletics is about. That's what high school athletics is about. It teaches you how to respond to adversity. And if you don't put your players – in some adverse situations then the, the the minute that it becomes adverse boy they they really don't know how to respond and i don't care if we're talking about uh, girls basketball guys basketball football i don't care i mean i know la vega uh, football wise warden i know i'm not telling you anything they'll play anybody anywhere i mean mm-hmm. I, they they kind of take that mentality of saying hey we're going to put our players in some adverse situations knowing that uh you know, knowing that at some point here, and in, in when we're making a run for the for the state playoffs, we're going to face a little adversity. Whether it's a few bad calls from an official, whether it's a gym that you're not comfortable in, you know, understand all those things. So you always put yourself in position to say, "This is something we've experienced before, and we can we we can, we've shown that we can get to the other side of this." And I hey. Kudos to Coach for putting his team out there and saying, you know what, we'll play, and he said it, we'll play anybody, anywhere. you got to love that.
4: Absolutely. Should be fun coming up tonight, 6 o'clock pregame, 6.30 tip-off as the La Vega Lady Pirates take on Lamb Passes in the by-district round. Seven games away from their way back to San Antonio and an opportunity to go back-to-back on state championships, and we'll have all their games for you over on Fox Sports Central Texas. We'll take the break. When we come back, let's get back to some Super Bowl news. That's next on the Press Box.
13: Baylor Bear Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
10: The Bears back home Tuesday in Foster Pavilion hosting Oklahoma. 730 for the countdown to tip off. 8pm tip off Tuesday.
13: Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears John Morris for Baylor Bear Basketball right
1: here on ESPN Central Texas. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress.
8: Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. The source for
0: Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas. On the road with
12: Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Painted Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right-of-way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please, slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional
8: sound effects. Be safe, drive smart. A message from TxDOT. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain the state of health care is always changing the old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative non-surgical drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results it's a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility reclaim your independence walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs call qc kinetics now for a free consultation call 254-415-4100 254-415-4100 qc kinetics 254-415-4100
3: Hi, I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, President of First Central Credit Union. Are you looking for a checking account that earns 5% APY, refunds all ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a First Central Credit Union slam dunk. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com.
8: APY is annual percentage yield.
1: Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Oh boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help with more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress.
0: Serving part time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream
5: job, which I can still hold while I serve part time that job and the home loan benefits i got from the army national guard helped me buy my first house i also know that i will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me
1: sponsored by the texas army national guard aired by the texas association of broadcasters and this station
0: the big 12 shoot around weekdays at 5:50 on espn central texas
4: And welcome back to the Press Box. Here on a Monday, day after the Super Bowl stretch, are the Kansas City Chiefs close to a dynasty or are the Kansas City Chiefs already a dynasty? (laughs) I mean,
6: boy, Ward, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I I think when you – and I think the first stat that just staggered me was – uh, you know Mahomes being fifteen and three in the playoffs—that's that's a big stat. But how about the fact that they've been to six straight AFC Championship games? That's hard to do. It's hard to accomplish. And you think about that when you you look at the receivers that Pat Mahomes has lost. I mean, losing the best receiver, maybe in the NFL, in Tyreek Hill. And they just keep, they just keep getting it done. They just keep getting it done. And and uh, yes, to answer your question, th- they are there. I, I I'm I'm, I'm I, I've, I picked against them. I didn't think they'd win the game, and you know what? They proved me wrong. And I guess I'm to the point now. Maybe where you are, I'm I'm done. I'm done playing against Mahomes because he he keeps proving me wrong.
4: That final drive that. Pat Mahomes had last night. Could it have been any cleaner?
6: What he went, what he, what he go, eight for eight, yes. took him down the field, yeah, took him down the Close field the and scored. I, I no, couldn't have been any cleaner. And you say that, and in the first half there were a couple of drives that were so ugly it was unbelievable. But how how he responds to um, that adversity? We just talked about that. How he uh, they, they played really I, I think they only had the ball, I want to say four minutes of the entire first quarter. And if yet, that much. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, he had some interceptions, had, had two interceptions, but just kept just kept hanging in there. They kept playing, and you knew when Steve Spagnola kept dialing up those blitzes, kept dialing up, you know, those coverages, kept kind of throwing a few wrinkles at the 49ers. Uh they bowed up, stopped the run, you know, they they came up in there and they weren't letting McCaffrey really run the football. And so um, as, there's a lot to be said and a lot to how this game to me broke down. I thought the biggest play of the game was when, you know, Ray Ray McLeod goes back to, you know, catch the punt. And you know, we all know what the universal Word for get away from the pun is, I mean, he's hollering Peter, Peter, and the ball hits his holdup guy in the heel, and then he can't get on the ball, and it was a huge swinging momentum, huge swing in the tide, and that was all Mahomes needed to just go blowing through the door was just one little momentum shift and the whole football game changed in that second half. I,
11: I
4: think that's where the game actually changed, in my opinion. You're right. I think that that play individually, I made some notes last night, and that was the biggest play of the game, and it allowed with 228 to go in that third quarter, it gave Kansas City such confidence and such momentum that really San Francisco, they tried. They went back to the running game and, and had some big games uh, in in the running game. But I really think that Kansas City just kind of bowed up and took over that football game in in that exact moment.
6: Well, and, and you know, the the other thing that I don't think we take enough consideration into is your defense has got to go, after getting a big stop, has to go right back out there. Well, those guys are gassed, too. And so uh, it it really – it's one of those things where – That's the thin margin of winning and losing. And guess what? I mean, that really, to me, that's going to define the 49ers for a long time because when you look at how are they going to be able to keep that, I'm talking about how are they going to be able to keep that football team together, being the 49ers. You got to start paying some guys. You got a left tackle that's aging in Williams. You, gotta, you, you got some guys like Kittle that are uh, north of 30, getting a little banged up. Uh, it, your window, it, it shuts a little every day. And you wonder is that the last time we're going to see the 49ers there for a while? Because guess what? Trading away three first round picks to get Trey Lance, who's not even there anymore that's going to set the organization back. It's not if it sets it back. It's when it sets it back.
4: No doubt, and that's going to be real interesting to see. And, it, look, another big play special teams, and I think special teams were huge last night on both sides of the ball. But how big was the blocked extra the, the uh, blocked field goal?
6: Yeah, it was huge. I mean, they, they – you know, he, he hit it a little low, and, and, and Kansas City was able to get a hand on it. And and instead of it being a a four-point lead, it was a three-point lead. Uh, You know this as a coach. Special teams, and and the one thing I loved, I loved a lot of things about Barry Switzer, but I do love that he he made everybody a part of the special teams meeting. Even the quarterbacks, even guys that weren't playing on special teams had to come into the special teams meeting because – it's every bit as important as one offensive snap or or a defensive snap. It's a snap in the football game, and I, my my gut feeling is that's what what we can sit here and talk about Mahomes and all that he did, and he did some great things in the game. But ultimately, we we'll won the football game for the Chiefs with the fact that they made a few plays in the special teams, and that that was the difference in the game
4: huge difference in the game and not only you know the muff punt that ended up changing the entire complexion of the game but you look at even when they had to punt in the first half they flipped the field every single time I thought special teams and especially the punting game was very very good for the Chiefs last night
6: yeah and and, and like you said you, you use the term flip the field you know what you you always want it you always want to have that in your favor and and a great job by, you know, Dave Taub is, is, is not as fine a fan of special teams coordinator as there is in the league. And, and I would bet that, uh, Hester, who's, who's going into the Hall of Fame, he owes a bunch of, he owes a bunch of his Hall of Fame thank yous to Dave Taub because he was the, he was the Bears special teams coach when Hester was returning all of those kicks. So, uh, yeah big big plays in the game and special teams was the difference we like to sit here and talk about the sexy position and and it is the quarterback and make no mistake about it I I used to argue with Randy Galloway all the time he was like it's all about the quarterback it's all about the quarterback and I thought no it's not always all about the quarterback but the way the game has changed the way the rules have changed the way uh uh, the, the 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 transition of being able to run so many different uh, route combinations and so many different things because Mahomes' ability to extend plays uh, keep plays alive it it you know he he's the difference he was the difference in the game uh, and and you're always going to point to that uh, to the, to that one position and. I, you know, I thought Brock Purdy did a decent job, but guess what? He didn't do exactly what you were just talking about, which was when it was his time to get the ball in overtime, Mahomes goes eight for eight, takes his team down the field, they score the touchdown, the game's open.
4: You talk about the way that Mahomes was able to use his legs last night, and I thought there was three plays. One earlier, earlier when he just lowered his shoulder and got the first down, going splitting the two defenders there big physical play from pat mahomes and you could tell right then that hey th- this guy wants it more than anybody on the field right now and then the play calling and i don't know if it was designed by andy Reid or if it was something that pat gets to make the decision on the run option where he faked the dive and he just took it right up the seam because that safety bailed out with the receiver two huge runs to get them down close to the goal line a couple of times. Got the big first down on a 30-yarder and then got them down uh, inside the 10-yard line after that. How big are those momentum plays when you see your quarterback just say, hey, jump on my back, here we go?
6: Yeah, and they ran the zone read, I want to say, twice. Yes. Where he kept it, he kept it out the back door and was able to have big gains. When you can do that, that causes you to stay Sound and firm with what you're doing defensively, and uh, and again, I thought Steve Wilkes did a heck of a job in the first half. I mean, he frustrated he frustrated Mahomes, even though Mahomes was like 11 of 13 in the first half. They did a great job of keeping everything in front of them, rallying to the football, and making tackles. And uh, and then, uh, you know, you see him, Mahomes, be able to, and they, and good job. By Andy Reid for making those zone read calls, where he was able to keep that out the back door. But I thought those were, uh, you know, big plays. You talk about Mahomes I'm sticking his nose in there. He wasn't sliding down. I mean, he knew it was a Super Bowl and it was time to go get what you could in those situations. But I'm also saying that there's so many times that he's able to uh, elongate plays by just staying in the pocket and moving around a little bit. And I really, you know, I think he's almost revolutionized the position because it's no more, you know, a a quick throw, which would be a, a three and the ball comes out or a five, you know, quarterback takes five steps. The ball comes out five and a hitch. Uh, a, a a big 4 and a little 3 with a seven step drop hey, he's he's running boots and naked's and he's keeping plays alive with his legs and it it gives defenses fits and that's why uh that he he is the sole reason and again you you got to give a lot of credit to Steve Spagnola the Chiefs defense and and obviously they've got a good offensive line. Pacheco's a good running back, but make no mistake about it. This is Pat Mahomes' team, and and right now he's he is the best quarterback in the league without question.
4: Kansas City gets the win 25-22. to 22. This is the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. We'll take the break when we come back. Let's talk about the other side, Brock Purdy as a quarterback. How did he fare? That's coming up next.
13: Baylor baseball returns February 16th, opening the new season in the Shriners Children's College Showdown. The Bears open their challenging schedule, taking on Nebraska, Oregon, and Tennessee in the three-day tournament at Globe Life Field in Arlington. This season, join Derek Smith and Tom Barfield for all the play-by-play of Baylor Bear baseball. And it all begins February 16th right here on ESPN Central Texas
4: looking for that perfect valentine's day gift how about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at diamori fine jewelers say i love you this valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures diamonds and free red roses celebrating a lifetime of valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at diamori fine jewelers 4541 west waco drive Witt Building
8: Supplies. Your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville and Marlin Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection, metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from Higher Price.
4: Steve Myatt, a Stiefel financial advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel financial advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. You're
0: listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
5: Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hawn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com
0: you're listening to espn central texas live from the Allen samuel studios
4: and welcome back to the press box here on espn central texas coming up next jmo followed by the matt mosley show starring matt mosley right here on espn central texas Baylor basketball coming up tomorrow night and Wednesday night. A couple of men's and women's games coming up early this week for you. And tonight, we've got high school basketball for you over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, La Vega Lady Pirates, starting their quest for a back-to-back state championship. Mentioned before going to the break and coming back to put a bow on this one stretch. On the other side with Brock Purdy. I thought he played well last night, and... I keep hearing everybody say, well, he's a game manager and this and that. There's nothing wrong with being a game manager. There's nothing wrong with not driving it up on the curb. But it felt like that he did a little bit more than that last night, didn't he?
13: Yeah,
6: I, I thought he played well. I mean, I, I, you know, he, he he did miss a couple of deep shots. Uh, but, you know, I... You take those shots. You got to take those opportunities. I, you know, I don't like sitting and reading from a stat line, but when you think about it, 255 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he throws the slant for the TD to to uh, to, to to put him back ahead. Um, Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. He's good in this system, and you know what? That to me, that that speaks volumes about really the kind of character he is. I mean, Mr. Irrelevant, last guy selected in the draft, and beats out a guy who they give up three number one draft picks for, uh, takes his team to the Super Bowl. You know what? He just ran up against maybe the best quarterback, and I'm hesitant to say that he's better than Brady, but he's on his way. He just ran up against the buzzsaw and, and Pat Mahomes, and uh, – I pretty to me, and I've heard people criticize that he, you know, he throws interceptions at big parts of the game. He 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 does this. He he's just, like you said, he's just kind of a game manager. But you give me a guy like that, and I think uh, you you do what the 49ers did, which put good pieces around him, and he's good enough to go win with. And so, uh, it's not to take anything away. From Brock Purdy and in the, in the fact that uh, the 49ers got beat 25 to 22. They just got, uh, they just kind of, you know, they got outplayed in the overtime. And it, it, to me, we point to, if I had to point to one play in the game, it's a special teams play that we talked about. It's not about an interception that the quarterback threw here, a tipped ball there, uh, a, a, you know, a, a missed wide open receiver here. It's about, the fact that Kansas City hung in there through what was a very tough first half, and then Mahomes got hot in the second half, especially on the last drive, and they were able to win the game.
4: Is he a franchise quarterback now? You're going to have to pay
6: him because guess what? If you don't, somebody will. And so uh, what I say, he's a franchise quarterback. I I think he's proven that he's good enough to win with. And I believe you're gonna to have to uh you're gonna to have to pay him those big dollars. I I don't think there's any question about it. Uh he's deserving of getting that big payday, Ward.
4: You know, the 49ers, this may have been their best opportunity because of what they did. You mentioned they trade their quarterback away, they go get Christian McCaffrey and they trade four draft picks for that running back. They gave forty million guarantee to their tackle Hargrave. I mean they kind of pushed all their chips in the middle of the table and I know that's a term that's overused but when you look at this for the 49ers may have been their best opportunity yet because now they've got to figure out they don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of drafts to make they they're not going to be able to build this roster and solidify it is the window starting to close on the 49ers or did it slam shut last night with the second loss all right.
6: Yeah, it's it, it it's it's closing a hundred percent. It's closing, and and they know that, and they're going to have to. Uh, you know, John Lynch is going to have to come up with imaginative ways that he's going to go out here and say, "Boy, I got to pay these guys." Uh, but and, and you're not going to you're not going to be able to or you're not going to be able to keep them all. I mean, you you, you just can't because we talked about it. You got to pay the quarterback, and so when you when you have to pay the quarterback, that means that you're going to have to give up somewhere else. And does that, you know, does that mean you have to say, "Boy, we're not going to be able to pay Kittle, uh, Bosa"? I, I don't know how long they've got him wrapped up. Uh, we talked about Williams, the left tackle, Ayuk, uh, Samuel. It's it, they're going to have some tough decisions to be made, but. Uh, this was their best chance to win it. And I, I'm not real sure that they have the firepower to come back and do it again. When you look at some of the other teams in the NFC, who are younger teams, Detroit, Green Bay, you got younger teams in the league who now, their window is wide open and they're, they're, it's, it's gonna be tough. To, to outrun father time nobody's ever done it and when you start getting again a little longer in the tooth it it you don't recover from those injuries as quick and it takes a little more time a little more time for your body to heal you, you just it, it, the nfl is is a is a young man's game and there's nothing that stops that except the fact that you had a guy one time named Tom Brady who was eating all those – he was eating all those <laughs> avocados y'all were talking about earlier. So, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be it, – it's, it's going to be interesting offseason for the 49ers. be interesting to see how John Lynch maneuvers and powers his way through what they're going to do to to try to keep this team in position to, uh, you know, to go
4: compete. I think it's going to be difficult. Once again, Kansas City with the big win, 25-22. I'm sure that the, uh, the afternoon show with Matt Mosley will have a little bit more on this game as well. Coming up next will be J-Mo, followed by the Matt Mosley Show, and we'll have it all for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. For Stretch Smith and Aaron, I'm Ward Weitz. Until next time, so long, everybody.
10: Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Patola, our guest, ESPN College basketball analyst. And it'll be interesting also, John, one last thought here. All of these teams are playing in Foster Pavilion for the first time. What is the impact that has?
8: I'll be curious to see what Baylor's record at home is by the end of the season.
0: The John Morris Show, 2 to 3 p.m., weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home.
10: So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the foundation doctor will make a house call.